0: Welcome to Liberty Lockdown, please scan your barcode, your liberty ain't gone, but yeah, it's on hold. Where did it come from and where did it go? Welcome everybody to another live stream edition of Liberty Lockdown. As I promised you, I would be doing multiple episodes day to day to day because I'm going to be gone for five days for a family reunion. Got a very special guest with me tonight. In fact, he texted me today and he said, Clint, there's only one place I want to make my announcement for the run for the presidency of the United States, and that is Liberty Lockdown, and this is Spike. I didn't Cohen. say that.
1: I didn't. <laughs> <say> that. <laughs> oh, I man. offered
0: him. I offered him three million dollars. He turned it down. This man's a
1: coward. I turned it down. I'm refusing. I refuse to debate science. That's why <laughs> I know. I you know other people they'll take the money. I refuse to debate science. Whatever that even means. And I oh. looked it up because I'm not a scientist. But the science part of the the scientific method is indeed discussion and debate of findings and data. Yeah. So that actually is, that's part of science is you get information and people debate it out and discuss it out. So that actually is part of the scientific method. It's, it's
0: actually part of his job description is to <laughs> have his ideas challenged. And uh, yes, Dr. Hotez is what we're referencing, obviously. Um, no, actually, the, the truth is is that Spike messaged me and he said, Dude, since Kennedy got canceled, like I need to do something. So <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, that was very cool that you got to be on the last episode. I'm sure you're as set cool. as I am that this was year. A great, ago.
1: That was a great honor to be on the show. And, uh, and uh, uh, I wish her the best. I have to say, I mean, the only libertarian program on cable news and it gets canceled. Yeah. Not good not good not good
0: not not entirely surprising either um was this a long time coming do you know
1: oh i have no idea yeah i I don't know uh i know that they asked if i could come that be on on thursday and i said oh i'm doing it i I was in omaha nebraska and i said and i'm you know i'm I'm doing all these other things is it possible i can come on the following week and they're like no it's not actually you you there won't be a, a show on the following week this is our last one and kennedy wants you on and i'm like well then i guess i'll be on then that's that's a that's an offer i can't refuse so uh, it may have been a long time coming i honestly don't know
0: yeah I, i don't know either it seems like they're uh they're shuffling the deck chairs on the Titanic over at, at Fox News. So
1: there's uh, a lot of stuff happening over there. Now, Kennedy is still on Fox. <clears throat> they just don't, she doesn't have her own show. Um, but she's on their different programs. She has her podcast on Fox News Radio. Okay. That's um, good. she's doing a comedy tour with Jimmy Fallon. Like, I mean, she's still out there. Uh, in fact, if anything, I'm seeing her more on Fox News proper now that she's not doing her show. Um, oh, that's good. But, like, like I said the you know it's only liber- it was the only explicitly libertarian show on uh, on any of the cable news channels and and that's the one that had to go uh so no it's not it's not good.
0: Yeah, well, and uh you know judging freedom with the Politano back in the day. I think or no what was it yep. called? I think it might have a different name. But anyways, um you know there's been a handful but uh they do seem to come and go and you John know I'm, Stossel yeah. yeah yeah Stossel too i'm just heartbroken i've never got on any of them so the fact that you got to be a regular i'm <laughs> i'm deeply envious but uh, setting that aside i i uh, i wanted to talk to you a little bit about the uh, you know the what we've discovered the more macro analysis as to what we've discovered yeah. after we realized that debate is now Strictly the business of conspiracy theorists, Spike. You can only debate if you are a conspiracy theorist, because if you are a scientist and an authority figure, you cannot debate.
1: Interesting. Well, huh? and if and if you're a a scientist uh, and a, a medical professional who is disputing the data that the medical industrial complex is pushing, you're also a conspiracy theorist, even if you can point to studies that show. At the very least, that there is a reason to discuss this further. Those are also conspiracies here. Well, you you
0: call them studies, but they're actually conspiracy theories.
1: That's fair. They are. They are peer-reviewed <laughs> conspiracy theories. They're peer-reviewed yes. conspiracy theories, and yes. they're and oddly enough, also transphobic. Somehow, they just they oh, all, interesting. Like, literally, as soon as uh, Spike, it doesn't call uh, them
0: racist. Let's let's make as, it a trifecta.
1: Well, listen, I didn't want to go. That I mean, it, it, <laughs> if they insist, then it's also racist. Yeah, but no, the second that it doesn't agree with whatever Pfizer or Glaxo Smith Kline or, or any of these as soon as it doesn't agree with their findings it's actually it's phobic on a multiple fronts um <laughs> we learned in in 2020 uh and 2021 but especially during 2020 that even just asking a question was a conspiracy theory in and of itself saying hey we should look into why this disease like what are the origins of this disease why did it happen really close to a uh uh, to a a lab that handled lots of highly virulent uh uh, pathogens that was a conspiracy theory in and of itself even to ask now it's saying hey i've actually got some info and it's not looking pretty good and it, it it conflicts with what you're saying let's talk about it also a conspiracy theory it's pretty incredible
0: so the science is truly settled Particularly if we can't ever question it, right? I mean, it's like the uh, the science—the
1: moment they say it, it is settled. That's the new scientific method: hypothesis, settled.
0: (laughs) They skipped a few (laughs) steps. I feel like moment
1: of you know what? I propose this. Actually, no. Hypothesis, federal funding, settled.
0: It happens right there. It but you got to make right sure that the federal, federal funding the uh, despite the science being settled the federal funding is maintained forever or it, or it increases with the rate of inflation. It's interesting how that's it works.
1: what happens when science is settled, Clint. I don't know what to <laughs> tell you, man. You know, uh, my favorite uh comparison and I'm 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 Jewish, so this gets me angry. Whenever Hitler and the Holocaust are just randomly thrown into stuff, I'm like, really? Like, this is that? What does this have to do with the Holocaust or or Hitler or the Jews or any of that? Like, it doesn't. You're you're just you're trying to scare away people from talking about it. So when uh, Hotez, is that is that how you say it?
0: Yeah, I believe so.
1: I was hoping it was Hotties, but okay. So <laughs> so <laughs> Doctor Hotties, says, I like well, it. That's like debating a uh, a Holocaust denier. And I've heard other people compare it to debating a flat earther and a few other things. Here's the thing. If millions, tens of millions of Americans were increasingly questioning whether or not the Holocaust happened with more joining them every day. And there was someone who was running for president who is getting scoring double digits in some polls and is getting on some of the biggest programs on TV saying that the Holocaust didn't happen. And you say, no, the Holocaust did happen. And Joe Rogan or or whoever, Tucker Carl, whoever offers you a hundred thousand. I think what are we up to? Like two million now that uh, it's done? Three. Three million. Okay. So you get offered three million dollars to the charity of your choice to go on and debate them or to to say, oh, you know what, I'm not much into debate, but I know someone who could, and you still get the three million to debate them. Of course I'd take that if that if if such a a dangerous and easily debunked idea can it needs to be debated then of course that i'm going to go on or if i wasn't someone that liked doing debates i'd find someone to to put on to do that right like th- this is absurd if it is so dangerous it ha- and and there's a growing number of people that believe it it has to be debated and if what rfk is saying is easily debunked well then you could go on and easily debunk it right like this Seriously. is it is absolutely insane i well I and
0: but- it, but we're using their own logic in the, in this argumentation because Dr. Hotez is the one who's saying RFK's misinformation is lethal. It's deadly. It's killing people, both yep. past and future. Yes. I, like, first off, I don't agree with him. I think that that's not probably the case. But regardless, just taking at face value. Well, if that's yep. the case, bro, then you're basically, uh, you know contributing to a genocide. Because <laughs> you, you have the power to yep. to inform this, this 10, 20 million audience uh, you know of people that are now duped into RFK's belief system, and you're opting yep. not to do so. And it's just, it's incredible. It's really, it's yep. honestly, it's like jaw-dropping. And, and I was theorizing last night that it might be because he's fearing criminal liability, because he actually testified mm-hmm. uh, before Congress. And I'm like, well, what if what if RFK actually brings some information to the public at large, and we're talking the public at large? Because if that debate were to ever happen, you know, at this point, we're talking oh, thirty, million, millions. Yeah, 30 yeah, million, yeah, 40 million more. I mean, who knows yeah, with clips and everything more. that goes yeah. out? We're yeah. talking yeah. almost everyone uh, in America, if not a lot of people on Earth. Uh, well, what if what if RFK actually has information about you know the fact that uh, Hotez was working on gain of function research at UNC Chapel Hill? Like, what if what if he presents that and you know, it starts to unlock some of these uh, these doors that have been sealed shut over the past three years. Like, it could really ruin this guy's entire grift. Uh, that's my that's my that's my thesis. Or it could just be that he's a pussy. I
1: don't know. I it, it could be one of many things. I hadn't actually <laughs> ever heard of this guy prior to this, so I did a little bit of a brief amount of research on him and came across a video, a sort of a super clip someone had put together, uh, where it showed how he said, you know this vaccine, it's going to be safe and effective. You know, you remember that that's a very... Of variant, course. That said a lot. And safe it, and was, effective. And, and it and was. And it was. Oh, <laughs> and it was because this is science. Thank you, YouTube. <laughs> no, because uh, this is YouTube, uh, exactly. But it is <laughs> and it said that uh, it's only going to take uh, one round, whether it's one of the uh, Johnson & Johnson or, or two of the Pfizer, Moderna, whatever, whatever. And uh, that's all it's going to take. And then it has him coming back on and saying... It's going to take a third one that just we need that third one. You need that that booster. But this doesn't look like it's going to be something where we're going to have to do it on a regular basis. And then it has him coming on and saying, well, you know, I mean, really, we're looking at a fourth one. There needs to be a for a, a second booster. And then it, it just it keeps going until eventually it has him. And each time it shows a number with like a with like a, a needle next to it. And oh, yeah, then yeah, yeah. It, it finally it, it's ending with him going. There's not really any, you know, any end of it. We could really, this could be a situation where every year, every few months you have to get one. And so it just has like an infinity symbol with the, the needle sticking out of it. And I, I think this guy, uh, I think this guy, it sounds like he's been uh, in doing this for a while, going on uh, cable news and and, and uh, Three years saying straight. a good word of vaccines. And he has, yeah, he's got a, a good thing going where he goes on and just says, keep taking every shot they put in front of you. And, right, and I but, want to be clear that I'm not even anti-vaccine. I suspect when it comes to a lot of vaccines like uh, smallpox and polio, whatever potential for side effects there are, are far outweighed for, by not getting smallpox or polio. That's just my kind of inkling of it. That's, that's my guess on that. True. I also guess that when you compare its efficacy for things like covid and the flu where it's not really effective and the fact you're having to get it on a regular basis that that especially for healthy people uh that the risks far outweigh the potential benefit and that's the problem is that they don't make nearly as much money if you get something once and then see man this wasn't really effective as if you're getting it constantly you know once or multiple times a year and um you know that's why they did the uh that's why they did the mandate uh, and that's why they're continuing to try to, to shut down uh, any kind of dissent on it or even discussion at this point.
0: And then they also got the funding for the R&D on it. And then they also yep. got a uh, Liability Shield for it. And it's like, all right, well, that's a hell of a business model, Spike. You and I, you and I are model. both businessmen. Like, uh, sign me up, bro. <laughs> I, can, <laughs> I can sell a product. I don't have to test anything. Uh, everybody on Earth has to take it. And there's zero
1: downside. Why would I not want that? Well, because I'm not, we're not psychopathic. Yeah. Monsters well, because we're not evil. Now, yeah. And meanwhile, my product, you know, when I was doing web design, when I had my company, if someone had come to me and said, you know, well, we're gonna, we're going to give you millions or billions of dollars to de- to develop websites, uh, and then you're going to, we're gonna mandate that everyone uh, buys your website uh, products. Uh, website design services. And then uh, if anything happens, uh, we're going to shield you from liability. That's a hell of a business model, but at least in that situation, no one should die from my websites, <laughs> or like, you know, get, uh, um, you know, get heart problems uh, from, from my, like that. Shouldn't I've made a couple of not the best websites, but no one, as far as I know, no one ever died from them. As far as I know, no one That's- ever got to say, I never got any weird emails about how, you know, uh, someone ended up in the hospital, uh, because they viewed one of my sites, uh, well, so if you uh,
0: go if you go to the dark web, you might see some stuff that that make your heart <laughs> stop. You never very know. Possibly, yeah. Well, um, so let's let's transition into the the Trump indictment. I, I'm curious. I haven't heard your take on it. Uh, I don't know if you've even followed it very closely, but uh, Donald Trump has now been indicted on federal charges. Yep. Uh, he, yep. he also has the charges at the state level in New York. Uh, it looks like he'll have charges in Georgia. It looks like he'll have charges in uh, some other state. I'm forgetting. Uh, are they just trying to lock up the number one contender for the presidency? Because everything they've shown me so far, it doesn't strike me to as rising to the, the level of you know, grave corrupt or corruption that I, I would like to see the first president in my lifetime be put in prison for. Now, not to say that he hasn't done things that he deserves to be in prison for, but the things that they're bringing against him, I just
1: don't find them to be that egregious. That's what pisses me off. This is the guy behind 15 days to slow the spread. Right. This is the guy behind red flag laws, or, or one of the main cheerleaders right. of red flag laws. People getting swatted because they said something on social cool. media that someone doesn't like. Take the guns uh, first, the guy, due
0: process second. Yeah,
1: yeah. D- take the guns first, due process second. This is the guy who was attacking Sweden for not locking down. This is the guy who uh, start tried to assa- or assassinated a uh the um defense minister of iran like this this guy if there are so things might. you want to to prosecute him for there's a laundry list of things that him and just about everyone in capitol hill should be prosecuted for and that's the problem exactly is that <laughs> is it, it wouldn't be limited to him i don't know much about the georgia case i know about that alvin bragg nonsense which right. i've yet to meet someone who actually said that was a good case except alvin bragg um <laughs> and uh and yeah, even even the, the left
0: doesn't buy that one. They're like, eh, yeah, that yeah.
1: was like everyone was like, this after all the things, <laughs> this is the thing you got for. Um, I think Alvin Bragg wanted to be the he knew. I think he knew a lot of indictments were coming, and he wanted to be the first. So now he's known as the guy with the like the most bullshit indictment ever. <laughs> right. Um, but the uh, the one with the the uh, classified documents is really going to come down to the question of can the president essentially declare without even having to officially sign something that it's declassified and knowing the decades of Chevron deference deference that the courts have, they're almost certainly going to say yes. Yeah, he's the president. He can do that. Like right. I, I'm almost positive, unless they can show that he made was being given money to do it, or that he was intentionally trying to harm the U.S., he was giving information to our enemies so they could use it to, you know, uh, compromise our, our, you know, military bases or something like that. Unless they have something like that, the odds of him being uh, convicted, much less sentenced, I think, are, are very low. Right. From a political standpoint, he is now it's basically they might as well just skip the primaries and save the taxpayers' money. I mean, that the odds of any of the, the other people, with the exception of Ron DeSantis, everyone else is running to be his VP. Ron DeSantis, I think his 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 um campaign is basically dead in the water at this point. It, it is the Republican Party is completely congealed around Trump and his polling's gotten better. And that's even before people know about Biden's uh, five. What is it? Five million dollars from Burisma before they a lot of people. Most people probably don't know that Joe Biden also uh, lost some uh, classified documents over the course of several years some some yeah he, he's got Foxes storage sheds boxes. he's got a he's got a
0: vacation home he's he's basically i've joked many times he's like using classified documents as the wallpaper in his fucking houses <laughs> this guy's out of his mind
1: <laughs> you he know can't be stopped. the thing is when you start sundowning you forget what things are like is this <laughs> wallpaper okay no this is wallpaper so you know most of the public probably didn't know about that. Donald Trump will make sure that they know about that. So there's a good chance he could get reelected. And so I have a question for my progressive friends and my and my conservative friends. My question for my progressive friends is very simple. You say democracy is everything. There is a very good chance, a not zero chance, at least probably an even chance that Donald Trump is going to get elected, cancel his own prosecution or if he's already been convicted pardon himself and then right. immediately order a, uh a uh, an investigation and an indictment against uh, against joe biden for burisma or, or or whatever else
0: right if he's still if, with us
1: if he's still with us if he is yes. still with us at that point so if 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 the person that you hate just about more than anything is able to cancel his own indictment for something that I'm sure you think he should be under the prison for, and then start uh, proceedings against Joe Biden, who, uh, you know, who was his political opponent. Maybe, and he was able to do that because the people voted for him. Maybe democracy isn't how we should handle everything. So that's my progressive friends to my conservative friends, or at least my pro Trump friends, because some conservatives are, are done with Trump. Donald Trump knew in what, 2016 that the Obama administration was using the FBI to spy on him and to try to find something to hang on him to t- knock him out of contention. He sure did. During the entire campaign for president, he said he was going to drain the swamp and lock her up. And, and uh, he also said he was going to pardon Assange and, and, and all of this stuff. He said he was going to basically smash the wheel or at least greatly reform it. He gets into office and says, oh, now I have control of things. And he gives them every single year he is in office. He gives them more funding. More authority, more control, more power, more personnel, more of everything than they have ever gotten before each year more than the next. Right. The very people that he knew had persecuted him, he was so convinced that they were on his side now and he could use that power against others or at least keep it away from him. He didn't do a thing to reform them. He gave them everything they wanted and then and then, some. he did so for the medical industrial conf- complex. He did so for Fauci. He did so for pretty much every aspect of the government, the ATF, right. everything else. But specifically, the law enforcement and intelligence apparatus of the U.S. government that he knew had gone against him had tried to take him out, he gave them everything they wanted and more. He threatened Republican lawmakers like Thomas Massey who wouldn't sign these ridiculous bills. He went along with the COVID lockdowns, which contributed to the horrific conditions and the ruining of people's lives, which is probably a big part of why he didn't get reelected hundred percent. Had he been the warrior against that and ordered an investigation of uh, the origins of covid instead of just tweeting the Wuhan flu or Hong flu or China flu or whatever. Yeah, whatever he called it. If he China virus or whatever, if he had actually said, hey, let's look into this. If he had done those things, he could have gotten reelected. So now basically immediately after he leaves office, he doesn't pardon Assange for the Espionage Act, which is pretty ironic at this point, doesn't (laughs) pardon uh, 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 Ross Ulbricht doesn't pardon Edward Snowden, doesn't pardon uh, uh, Reality Winner or Chelsea Handler, any of them, right? Chelsea Handler, Chelsea Manning, Manning or Chelsea <laughs> Handler uh, for those horrible things Chelsea Handler has done. Um, I feel like
0: Chelsea Handler's done worse things than Manning. She
1: probably actually she probably shouldn't be pardoned. But um, <laughs> as soon as he gets out of office, they immediately go after him, right? So here's this thing he has built. And now, or help to build up to bigger size than has ever happened. And now here he is again, saying, "I'm going to drain the swamp. I'm going to stop this from happening." I don't believe him.
0: I don't either. And man. why
1: should you, my conservative friends, believe him as well? Well, let, he let me, had the opportunity to drain it, and he didn't. He, he let, thought, "I'll become the king of the swamp creatures," and right. it blew up in his face.
0: Well, let, let me make the counter argument that I I think this is their worldview, and I can't I can't disprove it. So let me make the the case.
1: Sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: Trump gets into power. He realizes that the the prior administration was using all of the deep state apparatus to try and coup him, essentially, because yes. that's what they were doing. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. And he concludes, well, they view me as an enemy. I'm going to fund them and treat them with respect, even though they've yes. been terrible yep. to me, because then they'll realize I'm not their enemy and they'll stop trying to coup me. Mm-hmm. And then in my second term, I can actually do all the real shit that I plan to do. I honestly, I think that's what the like the diehard MAGA people when they hear Trump go, "I've now realized I know who the deep state is. I know who they are. I know exactly what to do with them." Yeah, I think yeah. that's that's going to be their rationale to believe him. I don't think they should, so, but I think that's what they'll say.
1: It's literally, I was arguing with I forget the guy's name on a on a Twitter space. Alex, he's he's part of the Trump campaign, and mm-hmm. he basically said that he said Donald Trump couldn't have possibly known how bad it was, and now he does. Um that's a gigantic cope. Donald Trump explicitly and in great detail talked about how as a real estate developer right. as you know someone who had been in the pit of the swamp uh, in, uh, in multiple state capitals and in the federal capital, he knew how bad it was. He knew right. more than anyone else did. And he probably at a, on a personal level knew more than just about anyone else did. So I, I don't buy that, that he, and if he did think, well, I can just give them everything they want. Surely the scorpion won't bite me. Well, then that's a disqualifying factor right there. <laughs> right. What happens when he does that again? Maybe not on the FBI, but he's going to do it somewhere else. If his mindset is, these people are my enemy, they do evil, horrific things, I'm going to give them more than they ask for, and then they'll be my friends. That's a giant cope, and 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 maybe that was his, his thought process. I think his thought just- process— no, no, no. And I no, And I, I think that is that's going to be their argument is Donald right. Trump, you know, didn't know Donald Trump was trying to co opt them. It didn't work. And now now he's going to come back better than than ever before. I'm sure that's going to be the the line. He might get elected on it. I yeah. think he's going to go right back in, spend more than any president before him like he did the last time. He's going to give them everything they wanted. And then, you know, in 20, uh, 23, uh, no, 20, uh, 25. Uh, yeah. 20, no, I'm, when he's out of office in 20 uh oh, 29 no. when he's out of office and they're back to indicting him for stuff <laughs> what now you can't even run again like so right. I, it's it i need well, someone he's, else he's gonna that i can to, endorse who will smash it
0: in his last day of his uh of his second term he should just issue a blanket pardon for himself because otherwise they are absolutely coming for his <laughs> <In us>.
1: perpetuity <laughs> yeah. yeah well look this they, is a perma <laughs> pardon yeah, yeah yeah
0: here's my my honest assessment is that they have Whoever they is, the deep state, whatever you want to call them, hey. have have, deci- have decided that like Donald Trump is never going to touch the reins of power again, and they will do whatever it takes to to make sure that that happens. Very like, possibly. And and it's weird because I don't feel as if Trump was that big of a problem for them. Like what he did <laughs> as president was like. All right, you want 100%, I'll give you 80. I'll give you 80 on everything. Oh, you want a you want a, a printing spree? I'll give you 125% of that though. So like I'm going to make up I'll make it up on the back end with the printing. Like I just don't understand why this guy is, you know, he's treated like Ron Paul. You know, he's treated like a yeah. guy who got in there yeah. and was just like, "I'm going to fucking abolish everything." Trump didn't do any of that. Like the only thing he did no. the only thing he did was like, "All right, I don't think we're going to, you know, I don't think we're gonna to go to nuclear war with Russia.
1: <laughs> and they're like, that that, "Son of a bitch!" That's not that is not acceptable. The most racist thing <laughs> that I can think of is not starting a nuclear hot war with it with you know the the I think the largest holder of nuclear arms is still Russia. Oh, it is right. Yeah. So, so uh, yeah, no. I I think the answer is I think it's twofold. Number one, I think that uh, they see him as sort of a manageable opposition. And uh, and so if he does get in, they already know the history. They can they can work with him or they can get most of what they want. And when it comes to printing, I mean, Donald Trump was attacking the Fed for not printing enough, Yeah, which is I I remember Joe Biden writing a thing saying uh, an op ed saying, unlike Donald Trump, I'm going to trust the Fed to only print what they think they need to. And I'm paraphrasing. But I thought, what world do we live in where the Democrat is? Making the, I guess, slightly more sound argument of not make the Fed print even more than they want to. Right. But so, no, I, I, I think that it's possible. It's a like kind of a controlled op thing. I think it's also and could be also true in addition to that, that uh, they just they don't want anyone in here in there who isn't completely 100 percent right. in lockstep. Yeah, just Joe a Biden, check.
0: Whatever you guys want, you
1: got it. Whatever you want, I'm not even going to go on Twitter and pretend to be against it. I'm going to explain <laughs> to everyone else why this is good. Joe Biden, Barack Obama, both Bushes, Clinton, uh, even Reagan. I mean, that, this uh, they're they're okay with you doing the Obama where you act like you're the agent of, of hope and change. But right. when you get in there, you need to be our top spokesperson. You can't even pretend that you're against what we're doing. And uh, that could be it as well. And I, I think also they don't like him personally. Well, um, that, there's some that's of that too. True.
0: But it, here's my my deepest darkest fear: is that there's no way that Trump wins. That's my read for now. I could be. I hope I, honestly. I kind of hope I'm Pretty wrong because that that would mean that there's still democracy in this country, which means that peace is still possible. <laughs> uh, but on the the flip side of this, I do think there's enough signs from the Gavin Newsom wing that he is preparing to replace joe biden i uh, i think they've already decided that kamala is not an option and i think that gavin despite being a monstrous human being um for some reason he still is kind of a darling of the the you know corporate media like they treat him with respect even though he destroyed the most beautiful state maybe in the world but <laughs>
1: they still they still he, he are like does. Because he destroyed. That's, okay, yes, that's, that's, an that's why they like him. <laughs> that's an asset. Like, well, he, he has done a lot of he doesn't like, eat babies, but he did destroy <laughs> the most beautiful state in in the world. Yeah, I, I I I think. Well, also he's a better spokesperson, right? Like, I mean, he, he says is. some dumb things, but literally, like, there's a video of of uh, John Fetterman and Joe Biden, and it is worse than anything that a oh, yeah. satire writer could write without us going, oh, come on, that's stupid, that would never happen. Oh, um, no. Now, with John I've... Fetterman, it's because his wife and the people around him are, you know, playing stroke victim weekend at Bernie's. Uh, yeah, that's it right there.
0: Let's let's run. Do you have audio quick. where we can hear this? Oh, yeah, yeah, people got Okay, hear this. good, yeah,
1: the, this yeah, is I'll wait.
0: too good not to hear.
1: <laughs> and oh, now, man. I'm standing next to
0: the president, again, next to a collapsed bridge here. <laughs> and he is here to commit to work with the, the governor, and the, the, the delegation <laughs> to make sure that we get this fixed quick, fast, as well, too.
1: This is a president that is committed to infracture. Yeah, And then on top of that, uh, the, the jewel of uh, that. Uh, kind of a uh, uh, law of the inf- infraction infre- 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 uh, infre- uh, bill that is going to
0: make sure that there's going to be bridges all across like this, all across the America getting rebuilt. And now... <laughs> The dude's just a fucking, he's so awesome.
1: (laughs) He's so great. I'm the one who called for Fetterman Walker 24. (laughs) Or Walker Fetterman, either way.
0: Either way, dude.
1: But it's sad to watch this because I've watched other interviews, like pre previous interviews before he had the stroke, and he wasn't. I mean, uh, uh, I've never agreed with his policies. Of course, uh, he was never some like uh, he wasn't eloquent. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but but it was not this, and this he's getting worse. Like oh, yeah. you can even just watch stuff from like a year ago compared to now. It's getting worse, and and they're literally. It was also they could keep a Democrat in that seat, even though. You know they could have got Mehmet Oz to do ninety percent of what they wanted anyway. Oh, easily, um, but instead they put that in front of us, and um, and so. But Joe Biden's worse than that, or yeah. can be worse than that sometimes, and at times can be worse than that. So anything's going to be better than that, except for Kamala Harris, and <laughs> right. so and because she's not even like she's not dealing with any medical condition. That's just her. <laughs> and uh, it's just oh, her she's dealing with a medical
0: ad- addiction or, or condition. I think it's addiction to. Um, some sort of, uh, I, I don't know if it's an anxiety medication or she's getting high. Like this lady's high. I'm pretty clear. So there I'm could be, certain. there
1: was, I think I actually share one saying this woman is high right now. Yeah. Whoever, this, I don't even care what you think of her as a person or a This is a high, this is the uh, uh, intoxicated. Human I've, being. I've been
0: around um, enough drug addicts to, to recognize one when I see one and that lady I've is been- high as a kite.
1: I've been enough of a drug addict in the past to see. I look at i I know, I remember talking like that. Um, and so I think when they look at it, Gavin Newsom is sort of the, the, the best of the gallery of rogues that they have there. But, but here's the incredible thing. A, a lot of people have been wondering what is so appealing about RFK. Part of it is when people look at the Republican field, they're not very happy with that. No. Nope. A big part of it is people who maybe aren't really on the Trump train, uh, and, uh, you know, are, are not sure where to go with this, including a lot of people in the Liberty movement, they're hearing RFK and he's the prominent politician who's saying stuff that's closest right now to the kind of things we'd say, not necessarily on everything, but it's enough for, for them. You know, there isn't really a, a Liberty Republican running right now that I'm aware no. of. I mean, no. there's not, And, and yeah. but I, you know, I, no, I, was gonna
0: say, I, I was just gonna say, I think, I think RFK in terms of rhetoric I have no idea what that dude's heart is because him five years ago versus him today is like two totally different people. So if if he went through a massive enlightenment because of lockdowns and all this stuff, like God bless, so did I. You know, I can I can see that being a potential reality, but there's also a chance that this dude is just angling. You know, he's just being a politician. Like I I don't, I really don't know. He sees an
1: opening and he's going for it, and we really don't know. I remember three years ago. When I was going around the country, I'm meeting people <clears> whose <throat> lives are being ruined by lockdowns. Their kids are getting a terrible education because of school closures. They're not able to work because their kids are at home. And right. they're being told, you know, if you go to if you leave your children at home, we're still going to prosecute you for neglecting your kids. Uh, but you're one of the um, you're one of the uh, 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 what was the word they use, the essential workers. Mm. So you, you have to work. You can't work at home. But you can't leave your kids at home. Like I, I heard the terrible people that uh, were supposed to be getting paroled, uh, but they weren't because the, the the that part of the prison system was shut down. So they were stuck in jail until they could get like I heard the worst people's small businesses were ruined. They lost their careers. They lost everything. They were going through their savings. And while I was going around the country and hearing these stories and doing events, often in open defiance of covid protocols he's on twitter saying that the lockdown should be extended because it was good for the climate or something like that now maybe he has had a road to damascus moment and has completely changed his tune we don't really know but here's my other concern we've seen a lot of anti-establishment candidates democrat and republican I remember Tulsi Gabbard destroying Kamala Harris and right. saying some of the most pointed criticisms of Biden that I heard during the entire 2020 campaign. Bernie Sanders has had a long history of ripping apart whoever the person who ends up getting the nomination is. We've seen right. it on the Republican side as well. And the the thing is that we see with uh, anti-establishment candidates, with one exception, Ron Paul, uh the first part did happen to Ron Paul and it, like it happened to everyone else. He got he like everyone else got railroaded by the um by the establishment. Right. Everyone kind of but Ron Paul then immediately turns around and endorses the establishment candidate. And now every every penny they have left, every name, phone number, email address they've gotten from volunteers and supporters, every bit of anything they've gotten is now being utilized to help that establishment candidate get elected in the general. So the one thing I would say to folks who are doing the you know, changing their um, uh, their their affiliation, changing their their party registration uh, so that they can vote for RFK in the in the primary or in a state like mine where you don't where you can vote in either primary who are just going to vote in the Dem primary. I'm fine with all that. Give Joe Biden as hard of a time as you want, you know, get. Get this guy as much attention as he can, because right now of the major politicians, he's saying stuff that you're not even hearing on the Republican side. I'm perfectly fine with that. I mean, my support is going to be for the libertarian candidate, but I get these other types of strategies. The one thing I will tell you is don't give RFK anything that you don't want potentially Joe Biden to end up getting. Mm. Don't give a penny, a dollar, or a phone number more than you want to eventually go to the team, team, get Biden reelected.
0: That that makes a lot of sense, man. And <clears throat> I, I have to agree with you. And it's it sucks because when I hear him talking today, 95% of what he says is music to my ears. I'm like, yep. dude, this is awesome. You know, he's <laughs> like, he's like the CIA killed my dad and my uncle. I'm going to fucking abolish these sons of bitches. I'm like, yo, I like this yeah. guy a lot. Yes. And, it, and it, you know, the reality is, he's got a lot of reason to be totally like he should be
1: one of us he he should he should have been one of us yeah he
0: should be me more than i'm me like i (laughs) you know like my parents were
1: not killed by the cia yeah yeah Yeah, dude and but
0: but i just can't get i cannot get over how different he is from just not that long ago it's so strange and and no one has really held his feet to the fire like when he's asked about these they go well i've heard that you were you know for you know gun bans or whatever. And he's like, no, no, I'm not interested in that. Okay. Well then where's the fucking logic? I want to, I want to understand yeah, your evolution yeah. because that's not who you were. Yep, Give yep. me some understanding of your awakening. Cause if you don't, I'm just going to assume you're lying. That's the honest truth.
1: And that's so. the concern. Like I, I saw a clip, um, And I think it was the redhead libertarian who shared it. Mm -hmm. I I know she responded to it. So I think it was her who shared it. But regardless, um, from his Twitter space that he did when he announced um, and someone asked him about, you know, his talk about gun bans. He said, well, we're not going to be banning guns for now. That's not something that's not a priority Mm -hmm. for now. Okay, that for now is quite a hell of a qualifier (laughs) there. When are we gonna like that for now at all? If not for now, then for when? like yeah, when is man. when is when is that on the table and then he he did some good talking about you know we need to be talking more about mental health and yeah, uh, and all of that, that. Was great. but he wasn't explaining it's like you said i can explain how i went from being a neocon to right. being a final form anarcho capitalist libertarian that i am now i can tell you every single step the things that happened the things that were said the events that happened right you know he should be able to do that if it to go from in 3 years to go from Not only do I support these lockdowns to fight COVID, but I think it's a heck of a way to fight pollution. To go from that, which is the scariest shit I've heard, that was way worse than anything anyone else was saying in 2020. Holy shit. Go from that to the medical industrial complex regime did that to ruin people's lives and to exert their control and we'll make sure that never happens again. Maybe there was a, a process there. Let's hear it. Yeah. Going from we need to abolish the Second Amendment and, you know, gun rights groups are domestic terrorists that are responsible for countless deaths to we're not going to ban guns now. Where is your where is your change there? Like, what has happened there? You should be able to map that pretty easily. And and like you said, like, he's got the reasons. This is a guy that's been fighting the cronies in, in court for decades. And before that, his dad and his uncle were killed by the CIA. So. And he acknowledges that he is calling for Sirhan Sirhan, who is still in jail for killing RFK. He's called for called for him to be set free because he thinks he was a patsy. Well, he went that.
0: Hold on. hold on. Go go ahead. No, go ahead. I I had his biographer on last week, um, Dick Russell, and he, he told, he informed me that RFK went to prison to sit down with Sirhan Sirhan and talk it out. I was like,
1: whoa. Yeah. Incredible. If, if you are at, I want to pardon my dad's killer because I think he was a patsy for the government, you should be on our side about everything. For real, man. You under should be an anarchist. As, under, you should be a freaking anarchist. Like, yeah. you should be a straight-up anarchist. If 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 you are there on that, then you should, because that's usually the last one. Usually people are like, yeah, but we still need a defense and <laughs> exactly. intelligence to protect it. <laughs> He's already there. He's right. already there. So he's why like, aren't he's like, with us these people,
0: these people have, are risking, uh, you know, nuclear war, just like they did when my uncle was president. Oh, and then they assassinated my uncle to you know yep. because he wasn't going along with it oh yep. and now i want to become president because i see them doing the same thing and russia has the same right that america had when it came to the bay of pigs fiasco and yep, and yep. the you know the ussr putting nukes in cuba potentially uh, that we have our monroe doctrine the russians have kind of their version of that we yep. have to respect exactly. that they have to respect their security it's so weird though but then you also have this thing where you know i his son out of you know goes and he fights on the front line as a machine gunner
1: in this fucking... oh, i didn't even know that i didn't even know that
0: dude yeah his That's... his son without telling him allegedly goes and is a machine gunner on the front line i don't know if it was Bakhmut or what battle it was but this kid just he's like a 20 year old just goes over there he's a machine gunner he, as uh not national guard what's the foreign legion I was like,
1: oh, foreign legion, yeah,
0: yeah. I'm like, these Kennedys just don't like to stay alive. That that was my conclusion after hearing that story. Like, they they well, all I, have a death wish.
1: That was how JFK became famous. Was uh, was you know his involvement with storming I forget which island or whatever during uh during uh, World War II. He oh, was I didn't def- know that. Yeah, no, he was a war hero. He wasn't just like the son of a bootlegger who got mafia support to, to get elected. He, he was, was also he that was also a <laughs> war hero. And, um, and, and in fact, his older brother, Joe Jr. Died in the war. I think it was, uh, he was, a uh, either a bomber or a fighter pilot or something like huh. that. So yeah, no, the Kennedys have a history of looking for death and, yeah. um, that's I guess there you can somewhat respect that I don't know no, no, I don't know much I, about the kid or I why he very, did what he
0: did. No, no. See, hold on. I very much respect that because I've been yep. saying this for the longest time. Everyone thinks I'm crazy when I talk like this, but I'm. I believe that I'm correct. That if you want to try and reform this current federal government, I'm not saying always. I'm not saying throughout human history or American history, not at all. I'm saying this federal government, the, the apex of empire that has ever empired right yep. now with yep. the deepest of deep state, with the highest of national debt, with the, the, the most technologically advanced censorship apparatus, if you wanna reform this, you have to have a death wish. If you're going to actually become the president as an outsider and not play by their rules and fix everything that needs fixing, yep. well then you just have to expect that you're gonna die. That's yeah. the truth. And and I and I like that about RFK because I'm like I think that might be who this guy is. If I could actually believe it, I would probably be campaigning for him.
1: If if I if I believed that there, if first of all, if I heard it consistently across the board, oh right. And if he could map even briefly, I don't need him to spend an hour talking about. It, but if he can say yeah, but then this happened and this happened and now I believe that. Okay, great. Then yeah, I'm I'm I might very well be on board. At the very <laughs> yeah. least, I'd be a lot less skeptical. Right. Um, and I do agree with you. I think uh, if you don't want to die, then at the very least you should be okay with dying. I, I remember in 2020 when I was running and I was uh, doing a campaign event. I'm talking about abolishing the CIA and ending the military industrial complex and bringing the troops home and everything. And one of the uh, people who was literally because we were doing it out in the in a at a park in Oakland, one of the people just randomly walking by, lined up for Q and A because he's hearing all this stuff and he's like, "What the hell?" And he comes over and he says, "So." you know they're going to kill like if you actually got elected or whatever they'd kill you right or they'd try to kill you like you know that this is the kind of stuff people say and then they die and i said man listen i have a um i have multiple sclerosis i have my immune system wants to eat my brain uh and even if it didn't all of our days are measured in you know months and maybe years and right. we could go this very moment we could go tomorrow so if we're going to die anyway this is very cheery content but if we're going to to die, brought to you by Liberty Lockdown, Um, (laughs) if we're going to die anyway, and we have the opportunity to leave an incredible, long-lasting, impactful, and positive legacy, and we die as a result of it, I guess you could just die 20 years later of something else that's a lot more boring, Uh, or you could be remembered forever as the the guy who, who, you know, jumped on the landmine, and and I do think if you're going to be running to do this... Uh, if you're going to be, even if you're not running for office, if you're just out there trying to, to break this up, you have to be ready to die. I mean, I, I wouldn't be doing this if I was scared to die. Like I, yeah. I wouldn't be doing the things I'm doing. And I, I don't think anyone else should either. It's not saying you're going to, but you definitely need to, to understand that could happen, but I, you're going to die anyway. So don't worry about it.
0: <laughs> no I, I actually really agree with this and and i've made this point in the past and people always um you know take it as some sort of death wish or some you know yep. suicidality yep. or something and it's like not yep. at all dude like i absolutely love life i cherish my life i also recognize that i don't want to exist in a world where i just go along to get along and i see everything degrade in front of me and it becomes yep. so unlivable that I'm like well i had an opportunity and i said not for me like, I can't be that guy. I just—it's not how I'm built. So, you know, people you're still can take... gonna
1: die. Yeah, you're gonna be on your deathbed, and you're gonna sit there and go, "Well, I'm dying now anyway, and I didn't do a damn thing about all the stuff that happened. Right. And now here I am still dying. And it was
0: yeah.
1: twenty years later, ten years later, fifty years later, whatever. And, it was—it was a relatively fleeting moment of time later right. on the scale of things. And now you're gone anyway. Yeah, or well, you could have done something, and I'm not telling people go out and start, you know, doing all sorts. of Like, again, it's not no, suicidal. No, no, no. It's not no. seek out death. It's no. don't allow fear of what could happen to <clears> stop you <throat> from fighting against what's happening and speaking exactly. the truth about what's happening and, and finding others and finding common cause and, and building a community of people who refuse to go along. Because like Clint said, the alternative is to spend whatever period of fleeting moments you have in your life sitting there and going, well, you know. I don't want to cause too much of a problem. I don't, you know, you stand up, you get the haircut. I, I, am not, I'm, you know, you, you have to, you have to fight for what you believe
0: in. See, these, these are, this is the people that I always gravitate to. Um, You know, even if I don't agree with them politically, that's like RFK. Uh, Tucker Carlson to a certain extent, you know, his willingness to say things that you are absolutely not supposed to be saying. And you're, if you're the number one (laughs) nightly news show, I'm like, I think that this guy's willing to die for his beliefs. Like I do, I do. I think that I don't think he's always been that guy. I think that he, he, I, and I, maybe I'm reading him wrong. It's certainly possible. He could be a fraud too. Who knows? But the fact that he's willing to sacrifice the position that he was in to tell what he believes to be the truth it appears and to sacrifice you know a very cozy lifestyle because he's concerned about the trajectory of the nation for his children for his you know his progeny it's like those are the people i respect rogan to a certain extent too like this guy was making crazy money he signs on with spotify spotify starts to like kind of inch in on him with uh you know putting first they took down some episodes and they put them back up and then they put, start to put yeah, yeah. you know warning labels like like we're all fucking children and we need to be warned <laughs> that there might be information in here that's not 100 percent true um, but he just never stops he never stops having on you know these scientists that are absolutely eviscerating the coven narrative in real time and you yeah. know that that's like that's putting his life on the line to a certain extent and he's a guy that doesn't have to do that but he's doing it and I just think like what we lack more than anything, uh, you know, the, the soft times or soft men make hard times, that whole saying, yep, yep, yep. it's like, it's like, we are just amongst so like we've had good times for so long. And the, the softness of our men is so profound and I'm just looking for some hard men. And that, that sounds like I just uh, signed up for Grinder. but setting that aside.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's been soft for so long. I'm just, for <laughs> I'm just looking for hard men. I'm just looking for hard men. M- many of them not just the one we got to get it's it's you know these times so that we can have good times Clint. you didn't you didn't complete your sentence there We need to get the go- i'm looking no.
0: for as many hard men as i can find so we can have good i would times just like together. to
1: note that i'm a happily married heterosexual i listen and oh, as a man. libertarian i fully support clint's right to seek out hard men for good times I just, it's not my thing. Oh, but good. if Clint wants more power to you, Clint. No, listen, man. i, I You know what's incredible about Rogan is I, this largely started as, like his podcast was him and his buds, you know, goofing around. and it, And it got, you know, more and more traction because he's Joe Rogan and he's a comedian right. and he had other comedian friends on. And then at some point he started having – People he found interesting that wanted to, he wanted to discuss interesting things. And he doesn't pretend to be a scholar. He's asking a lot of questions. He's just kind of intellectually curious, right? Yep. And that's, so that's really it morphs it. into he's directing the conversation very often. And not just once. It wasn't a fluke, multiple times. He is directing a conversation solely because he has a large platform and he wants to bring people on to ask them difficult questions about important things. And he's clearly not scared. I mean, that's good that he's he's got that that uh he's got that quality of like nah, I don't care if you cancel me. I've already done more than everyone else has done anyway. So what do I right. care? And uh, so if he's not as scared to die, he's at the very least not scared to get canceled because he, they've attempted multiple times. Well, um, I've always
0: said if you if you have fuck you money and you never say fuck you, what you got that money for? Like why do why, why you have it? <laughs> good point. <That's laughs> See, a good point. You gotta say, say it sometimes. Point. That is a good point. And Tucker Carlson and and Rogan both seem to be, you know, saying it with their chest right now. The fact that that Rogan would drop that that debate gauntlet on Homeboy, say, "Hey, I'll donate a hundred grand." Like he was calling, he was he was pulling his man card. That's how I read it. He was like, he's like, I think you won't, and I'm going to prove to the world that you're a bitch. Like that, because I know I know how Rogan thinks. To I've listened to his his, I listened to thousands of hours of Joe Rogan talk. So I was like, I know how this guy's thinking, and he's like, how can I make this guy be become publicly embarrassed? Because Rogan right. was furious because uh, about a month ago, Hotez tweets out saying. This neo-fascist or or uh, I pseudo, saw that, yeah, yeah, yep. pseudo-fascist alliance or whatever the fuck he said. and and he he ties in Trump, Tucker Carlson, Elon Musk, and Joe Rogan, Joe Rogan, who's given him his platform twice or three times. I don't even know how many times. Yep. Yep. Um, and I think he I think he was really offended by it because it's like, Rogan's—you uh, say whatever you want about the guy. He's clearly not a
1: fascist. Like yeah, No, he's not a fascist. It's That's, crazy. He's so. kind of a centrist, and I mean, he even yeah. describes himself as that way. He—he he, uh uh voted for us in 2020, but it wasn't because he's like a doctrinaire libertarian. It was no. just he couldn't get behind Trump or Biden. So I mm-hmm. mean, it's certainly not a a, a fascist. And and uh, first of all, whatever it took to bring about. Quote tweeting angry Joe Rogan. He's now joined us. We're now. I, I that was very. I was just happy to see that. I'm like, let's get more of that. Let's get angry quote tweeting Joe Hell Rogan. Yeah. I think Twitter will be a better place
0: with that. Oh, dude, he's he's great at it too. Because I mean, it, it was so cool because he just he had been MIA for years and then he just comes out of left field and he's like, hey, yeah. hey, bro, <laughs> I'm gonna wreck your entire public you persona. Tweet?
1: I want to get his tweet <laughs> under my tweet where I respond. Press it again? Okay. No, I think I think it was great. No, I I loved it. As soon as I saw, him, I'm like, is that a? Is I my first thought was Dennis. Like as soon as I saw Joe Rogan's tweeting something, I'm like, this is Dennis. And I look, I'm, nope, that 12 million followers, whatever. That's that's Joe Rogan. Um, <clears throat> no, I think it's good. I think that it is good. Um, and I think that this potentially can be a moment for the liberty movement. More people are frustrated with the status quo than ever before. Uh, and with each, gro- I mean, more people every day. The problem is, if the liberty movement isn't at the forefront, right? they could just as easily go to something even worse. They could go to socialism. They could go to fascism. They could go to, you know, Juche or whatever. Like, they, they, they could go to anything. And, um, they have <laughs> and, and they have been. And this is a moment for the liberty movement to uh, to, to really rise up and to to meet that call for people who are looking for what's going to fix this. Because right. everyone else is saying, "Well, the government's being used wrong." Basically, like everyone else, that's largely their argument: is the government's being used wrong? We we need to have the government always bigger, of course, bigger, but used differently, used yeah. against them instead of you. And we're the only one saying no. the The problem is the coercion, the theft, kidnapping, and murder machine. It doesn't matter on that button you press to do those things. It doesn't matter whether it says equality or equity or patriotism or safety or whatever, like, it doesn't matter what what label you put on the button, it's still the button that hurts, that hurts everyone. We need to dismantle the entire thing and put the power back in your hands like that. We need to, you, you should not have powerful people making decisions on every single aspect of your life. Um, and that's actually where I agree with the people saying everything shouldn't be up for a public debate. I agree. People should just be able to make those choices for themselves.
0: Right. Because the because the government should have no power to actually interfere. Because the government with. shouldn't
1: have that power. Exactly. What right. they're saying is everything shouldn't be up to public debate. You should just do what I say. Well
0: here's the thing. I would not even be remotely interested in some debate about, you know, vaccine safety between RFK and Hotez if it wasn't mandated. I wouldn't care if yep. then, and if, if there wasn't you know civil liability for the manufacturers, if there wasn't yep. all of these state interventions and protections to yep. make this a problem, then I wouldn't care. If you yep. want to take it, you evaluate your own risk, you do so. I don't care. That's fine. Yep. But that's not what it is. So once again, it's the state's involvement and the mandates therein that, that have created this conflict and, and created a cultural divide um, over it that is totally avoidable, But if not for a huge state
1: which which puts us in a position that no one else has we have the antidote for the culture war decide it yourselves and leave other people alone <laughs> right. like that's literally it because as long as everything continues to be democratized then what turns what it turns into is, yeah, there's a public debate on everything, how your kids are being raised, how they're being educated, how you're you know, what you're allowed to do with your own body, uh, what who you're allowed to associate with or not allowed not to associate with. Yeah. Like it, it's everything. It's literally every aspect of your life because we're saying that it's everything's decided by majority rules. Well, if that's the case. Everyone's fighting to be the majority. Everyone's fighting to build a coalition. And that's where all the the lesser evil nonsense comes in. That's where building coalitions with people you can't stand, but you agree on this one thing. And so you're going to shove it down everyone else's throats. Like all of that goes away if we decentralize power and stop giving this presumption of authority to a bunch of sociopaths and marble buildings.
0: (laughs) They got some nice buildings, though, Spike. I don't know. That's pretty apparent. Very very Uh, beautiful.
1: Yeah, I
0: I'm man that's what that's what concerns me most about this this current era is like I yeah you're right like we shouldn't have to debate certain things that's part of the reason that we were a constitutional republic it, yes. it was supposed <laughs> to be that there was certain rights that the yep. state just had no say in at all but that's not really the case anymore i mean give me an amendment that the state hasn't infringed upon in a major way like to the point that it's almost oh. null and void so I, that's what concerns me most is that and and even with that, even with the complete shredding of the the underlying principles of the Bill of Rights, they still want more. They still go, oh, now it's six to three or whatever the ratio is, and and we uh, in the Supreme Court, and we have to now yeah. pack the court because we have Expand to get it back government. in our favor yeah. because we can't. We have to take more of your constitutional God-given rights away. And it's yeah. like, man, these people it's are not just happening relentless. fast enough. Yeah, dude, it's not I mean, happening
1: fast enough. And what's that, wild that's what they're saying. What's wild to me with that is because I've said, okay, so the Republicans get back into office, and now instead of the court being 12, it's 15 or 18, or, or I guess seven, it's gotta be an odd number, 17, 21, whatever they have to add to offset the number you added. Right, right. And then you get back into office. So how does this not just become an extension of the other two branches of government pushing for just that to be a rubber stamp for them? Well, that's, that's what not is. what would happen. Yeah, no, it's literally what would happen. Like right. right now, at least by it being, you know, sort of a fixed number, it really comes down to what those nine people decide. And yes, who uh, appointed them and all that still is a factor. It's not like they're untouched by by For political sure. concerns. Um but, the moment you say, let's just expand it, you don't think they're going to do that too? And that's sort of, that's a common thing libertarians deal with. We go up to conservatives and progressives and say, the thing you're saying that government needs to be able to do, they're going to turn around and do it to you. And they go, they would never do that. That would never <laughs> happen here. You absolute moron. Why would you say that? And then when it happens in real time, they go, no one could have ever predicted that that was going to happen. <laughs> no, and we'll let be me- there like... No, we literally said that. And they're like, no, no, I don't want to hear from you, you. I told you, no one knew that this was going to happen. Let,
0: let, me, let me defend some of my uh, conservative brothers and sisters, because I, I, I do a lot of interviews now, or I get invited on different conservative shows and stuff, and, mm-hmm. and so many of them bring it up to me, saying, we should have listened to the libertarians. I'm not bringing it up. They're bringing it up. So no. I think that it's... The problem is is like while they have now learned that lesson in hindsight, they're still not practicing it today. They still yeah, don't apply it to today. They still don't go like, well, if Donald Trump wanted to pack the court to, you know, to our favor, let's give it a shot. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. And and I just don't I just don't know what it is about it's just power dynamics. I think people they just want to conquer people, and and you know, in some ways, I don't blame people for feeling that desire because after being trampled on so egregiously over the past mm-hmm. three years, I have some of that in me where I'm like, I would just like to steamroll these people. Like they've yeah. been so vicious towards the unvaccinated and the you know whatever the super spreaders yeah. that they that they thought we were. Um, that I'm like, I, I do, I have some, I have some anger in me, but I still, I still know that's not the answer. Just because at the yeah. end of the day. The state ain't gonna do my bidding, man. What are we talking about?
1: Anytime that, and, and I'm I'm saying you, but I mean everyone watching sure. this. Uh, and and my a reminder for myself, anytime it becomes tempting to give government power to get back at them, right? Just remember it's that's the same government that was doing it to you. <laughs> exactly. And I tell people this all the time. Whatever pretext they give you, just put an X next to that. When they go, because of Whatever, whatever the threat is, the criminals, the terrorists, the whatever. Then ignore the pretext and look instead at the thing they want, the the new program they want to create, the new power, the new minimum sentence in prison, the new the you know level high higher level of funding, whatever it is they're pushing for. Forget the pretext and say, would I want whatever they are asking or or demanding or pushing to get? Planning to to take from me? Would I want that to be used against me and those I love and care about? The answer is going to be no. So oppose it. Right. And when and when people on your side go, you loser, this is our chance to get back at them. Just remind them of the Patriot Act.
0: Well, Thomas Massey went through this just this week, man. Uh, yes. They, they wanted to rip sixteen million or whatever it was from from Schiff, Adam Schiff, and by the way. A reprehensible human being, Adam Schiff. He's terrible. Totally responsible for the Russian Gate lies. Completely propagandized the American people into the entire coup attempt against Trump. Like he is scum of the earth. Doesn't change the fact that if you do that, if you have the precedent of just bankrupting, you know, uh, you know, opponents of the majority, well, then they're gonna do it to the Republicans next go around. And Massey's the only guy principled enough to actually say it with his chest and be like, "This is nuts." We can't do exactly.
1: It. And and take all the hits. He did a much bigger taking of the hits when he was the lone person to vote against the CARES Act. And Donald Trump said, I'm going to primary you. I'm going right. to destroy you. And he did, they did primary him. And he won like 80 to, to 20 or something like that. But uh, he was the only one uh, he actually he and I think uh, Justin Amash were the only ones who would not vote on it. Mm-hmm. He was the lone Republican because Amash at that point was either an independent or libertarian. He was the lone Republican who who voted against the CARES Act. If you really want to destroy um, Schiff, what you do is expose him as actually being Andy Kaufman.
0: Mm.
1: And then and then it's over. Yep. no well, one gets it, that joke but me I just aged myself a lot you know,
0: <laughs> I got it um,
1: someone some old person is gonna be like ha Andy coffin <laughs> I get that reference
0: I, I, I he's you know let's go wrestle some ladies I, I know what you're talking about okay all uh, right good 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 yeah good. uh space Jason says I got him and I was secretly mad at Massey for a minute I'm with you like when I before I got his rationale I was like put him in prison <laughs> like, I I absolutely <laughs> I absolutely hate Schiff with every fiber of my being so um, I understand the knee-jerk reaction, but as I said, you know it's the same. It's the same logic as the Patriot Act and everything else. We have to just, yep. we have to have a, a calmer demeanor in moments of vindictive desire. Just like after the towers fell on 9/11, um, you know, if you just go along with your basest instincts, you're going to be like, let's. Turn Iraq into glass.
1: (laughs) That was me. I was 19 years old when 9-11 happened. I had no perspective on the history that led up to it. I I hadn't really followed politics. I was a kid, and I was really focused on my business. I just didn't really care much about politics. I knew I didn't like government, but I didn't really know much more besides that. And everyone, every channel I'd turn to. Every politician on both sides of the aisle, they all said the same thing. The terrorists hate us for our freedoms. We have to do everything we can to stop them. I was ready to turn entire sections of the planet to glass, if that's (laughs) what it took to protect that. And when I I was told by these annoying libertarians like Matt Kibbe and Ron Paul and and these others, and they would go, don't you realize that if you want a government that leaves you alone, you're not going to get it with an empire that can spy on you for no reason? Don't, Don't you realize if you want to, you know, your money to be worth something. They can't print out trillions of dollars to fund a war effort to keep the, prop up the petrodollar and and stick you with the bill for it. You know, don't you realize that there's a long history of why they did it? If you actually read what Al-Qaeda said, they explain why they did what they did and, uh, and you know, that, that, that this was blowback and everything else. And I'd say these people just want the terrorists to win. And it took, it took, this is me mapping out my Damascus moment. Right. It took moment, every prediction they made, we're not going to be greeted as liberators. True, we're going to lose thousands of Americans. True, tens or more, tens of thousands or more, are going to come home with all sorts of problems. We're going to be dealing with that for generations. True, uh, you know. Iraq it, had, had nothing to do with nine the... eleven.
0: There's no WMDs. Iraq had nothing to do with
1: yeah. 9-11. No <laughs> WMDs. They're now going to line up the next group of, of people. They're going to take down. Sure enough, they were doing that, and I thought. Well, son of a bitch, I was wrong. And then that took me down the journey of of figuring out what it was I did believe, and it brought me to libertarianism. But it took libertarians reminding everyone of something that no one else was saying at that point, which was that not only is this war wrong, but the entire apparatus is the problem. And it starts with the Federal Reserve and the central bankers and government and works its way all the way through to everything else. And that's the thing you have to address, not just this and this.
0: Well, I have a a serious question to wrap on, and because— if this is the new paradigm where I, I read through a bunch of responses on my show last night um, from people that are, are adamantly opposed to any debate from their, their intelligentsia, the, you know, the, the medical gods that they have deemed, why are they gods? Because the media says so. Said I don't know. Were. Yeah. <laughs> Because they went to college, uh, you know, two years longer than me or whatever. Like, okay, that makes them geniuses. I, I Granted, I was managing $100 million, but this guy went to college for two more but years. That's so obviously, not, that doesn't make you genius. smart.
1: Just because you've managed all this money doesn't mean you're as smart as the guy <laughs> well, who says things that are demonstrably false on, it, on Twitter.
0: <laughs> look, and honestly, it doesn't. It doesn't mean that I'm smarter. I just happen to be. So that's like, that's, that's separate. As an aside, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But but what what concerns me about it is like if this is the new paradigm, if this is what the NPCs of the Democrat voter base are now, this is their parroting thing where they go, yeah. we don't debate these conspiracy theorists, even though it's like, mm-hmm. well demonstrably your your leadership is full of shit, so. Maybe we ought to. Maybe we ought to debate so that we can coexist, so that we don't have to fight each other, so that we might actually have a conversation, come to some sort of middle ground, some sort of common ground, so that we don't go at each other's throats. Like, how about that? How about we do that? It doesn't seem like they want that, Spike. And, uh, you know, as a, as a Liberty Uni- Unity guy from back in the day, uh, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm disturbed by that. So what do we do? What do we do with people that, that don't want to have conversations any longer?
1: remember that amongst them are people going yeah wait what okay. keep in mind because we i mean i were you you weren't always a libertarian i wasn't always a libertarian at some I, point i was but it's okay. some oh you were okay yeah i'm second okay. gen oh okay all right cool well th- you're one of the the rare second gen oh yeah that's right you you raised your hand when colorado when i asked this never mind unlike clint who is an you know an untouched <laughs> un you know he's, he's just out here looking i'm for a virgin men. libertarian and, a virgin libertarian, a a, a a a first press, cold press libertarian, uh, everyone, most of us were at some point, our side said some dumb shit and we went, yeah, wait, no, that way, I don't know if I think that. And if we are consistent in what we're saying, we're not going to get everyone.
0: Yeah, but we we're can still not reach going some to get everyone.
1: There's a There's a chart you can look up called the theory of the diffusion of ideas, and there are... It takes sort of like a bell curve and Mm -hmm. you've got your innovators. That's us. You got your early adopters. That's some of us as well. You've got your early majority. That's the the people focused on what looks like it works. They're the ones that are the first to to glom onto a new idea or or second to glom onto a new and then you've got your late majority. They just want to go with what's popular. Then you've got the laggards. You're never going to get them. They're just they're set in their ways. If we are speaking to the early adopters, if we are speaking to the ones who have an open mind and, yeah, they're parroting what they're hearing or at least they're being very quiet and not, con- you know, combating it and they're and but the whole time they're thinking this doesn't sound right. Don't debate anyone. We don't discuss things. We just accept the science, even though I think we're supposed to actually uh, challenge things and, and debate them. If we're the ones being the most consistent and we're the ones saying the thing that makes the most sense, we get those people. We're speaking to the remnant as it were. That's like mm. the phase we're in right now. We aren't in the bring the majority behind us and we're going to take over thing. That's not we're not there. We're at the speak to the the early adopters, the remnant, the people who are like, this doesn't make nothing that anyone says makes sense. maybe it's me. Maybe mm. I just maybe I'm a weirdo. And then right. they find out, yeah, you are a weirdo. It's called being a libertarian. And <laughs> we're the we're the weirdo club the club. Come, come and join us. And then yeah. over time, that can build into something bigger. But what we have to do is speak past idiots. I rarely argue with people on the Internet. One, because I it's stupid. And two, because it's easier to speak past them to people who are actually paying attention. Uh, every once in a while I will provide a snarky, sarcastic comment to one of them just to drive home how silly what they said was I did that a lot the last couple of days over this debate thing, yeah, but I'm not going to argue, I'm not going to, I'm not going to go back and forth with you when you're saying dumb things. And, uh, I, you know, if you now, if you have a prominent platform and it's worth going back and forth, that's one thing. Uh, but I, you know, it, we have to be speaking past people who are presenting as dumb of an idea as you shouldn't be debating things. um and talking to people who are questioning why we should be debating things that's who you talk to. That's who we're or people that are going. But I thought we do debate things. I thought the whole point yeah. is we should be debate. Weren't we just criticizing Trump for saying he wasn't going to debate? Like right. you know, I I thought that was our talking <laughs> point. Those are the people we reach. You're not going to reach everyone. Not <clears throat> well, everyone's you know, ready for this.
0: It, it was a problem when Trump wasn't going to debate, but <clears throat> then Dr. Hotes didn't want to, and then Joe Biden didn't want to, and now yeah. debate is the worst thing that's ever happened. And it's actually uh, it's actually science denial and it's racism and it's kind of deeply anti-Semitic if I'm being honest. So. It's
1: rooted in the white heteronormative <laughs> patriarchy. Just we oh, just man. discovered this, I, and, I was, and because we just discovered this, this is now settled science.
0: Yeah, well, I, I was—I uh, I tweeted at Dave actually that video that we watched of Fetterman and Biden, and I said, "I am—I am officially and fully clown pilled. Like I can't get depressed <laughs> anymore." because when i see shit like that i'm just like how do you not enjoy this a little bit like how can you mm-hmm. not find the joy in the absurdity of it all cuz it's yeah, so absurd it. and if you if you don't then you'll just, you'll just fall apart, Like especially being in this all the time like I am now. You just have to embrace the hilarity of it all. Um, and I, I hope that I'm able to, while I, I do obviously rage about certain things, um, I hope that my audience uh, appreciates as I try and take them down the more humorous path of this insanity, because it's a crazy world, man. And crazy people are funny. The homeless dude that shouts racial slurs on the street, I think he's awesome. I think he's hilarious. So, <laughs>
1: Um, you can't let yourself get blackpilled because that's exactly what they want. They want you to be bitter. They want you to be resigned to, uh, a life of, of, uh, victimhood and mediocrity. And they want you to turn away other people. They want you to be so bitter and so blackpilled and so angry and so angsty and so full of of your own hatred and anger at everything that other people look at you and go, well, whatever that guy thinks, I don't think that, holy crap, I don't want to live like that. You need to be someone who sees yes i mean at moments it's gonna have to be just finding the hilarity in the in the insanity happening around us but you also have to see there are incredible things happening there are people that are waking up that have never woken up before people who are getting more views than msnbc cnn fox any of these people will get this entire fiscal quarter on just a couple of episodes (laughs) are are exposing people to ideas that would have been seen as absolutely insane 10 years ago stuff we've been screaming for decades but it's it there are bright lights out there. And more than anything, even in the worst of times, you can seek out your own freedom, you can seek out your own fulfillment and happiness. That's the ultimate white pill is that things don't have to be good for you to have a good situation for you to carve it out and insist on it yourself. It's what I'm doing. It looks like it's exactly what you're doing. And uh, that's what's gonna have to keep you going. You can't live on on spite alone. Uh, that's going to catch up with you at some point. I did it for years and and it it eventually catches up with you. So, you know, you just got to keep fighting. fighting. It
0: it ain't healthy to hold on to that either. So, um, and, and particularly if you're interested in being a leader of, you know, people, uh, you, you have to have, uh, an appearance, a lifestyle, a joy about you that makes people want to follow you. No one's going to want to follow the guy who looks like he's, you know, en route to the uh, assisted suicide clinic in in Canada. Like, yes. <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah. they don't want to follow that guy. So um, I think that there's lots Ron of Paul. reasons. Yeah, man. Ron Paul. Exactly.
1: Big smile on his face the whole time. I would get so angry at the things he was saying back when I was a neocon, but at no point could I get mad at him because he's just right. like gentlemanly, happy, obgyn <laughs> who's you know telling you things that you really don't like they're making you very uncomfortable but he's got a smile on his face and he's saying you know he's 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 talking directly to rudy giuliani and saying how foolish it is what he's saying and and but he didn't allow that to turn him into an angry bitter person and uh you know if we're trying to be like the ron pauls and and the, the heroes in this movement then you got to emulate their demeanor as well and their demeanor was not one of bitterness black pilled angry angsty you know hatred and it's the opposite it's the exact opposite
0: Well, this is why i like talking to you spike because you always remind me that you are the power what's up yes (laughs) um if you want to give any plugs feel free
1: yeah sure so uh i'm on all social media you can find me everywhere pretty easily um if uh if you want to be involved in the uh the movement that i'm starting to find people who need help at the local level and to organize our community around them and get them the respect that they deserve uh we do that at you are the power great great segue there uh, if you go to youarethepower.com you can find out more we'd love to have you be a part of that if you want to see the upcoming events that i have going uh, you can go to spikecohen.com. all my events are there uh, and if you ever you know lose uh, you, you ever lose me you can't find me you're, you're lost out in the in the uh, in the information superhighway again i'm dating myself um, if uh, <laughs> if you ever get lost out there just look for whatever social media you're on go look for the atf's page or channel or whatever <laughs> and you'll find me in the replies and then you'll you'll, you'll find me but Clint, man I appreciate you love you glad to be on I'm, I'm happy to talk about this stuff and uh, absolutely really happy to see where you're going with all this
0: well thank you man I appreciate it and uh, if anybody else there wants to support my work go to libertylockdown.locals.com and uh, last but not least if you want to pick up Liberty Lockdown shirt or Top Lobster shirt toplobster.com. All right, love you folks. Uh, make sure you hit the like button before you leave. Appreciate you. Share it with your friends, wife, and kids. We're out of here. Peace. <laughs>
1: Welcome to Liberty Lockdown. Please end your bar code. Your Liberty ain't gone, but yeah, it's on hold.